0: Lisa and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com, and I'm joined as usual by Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, how you know it's been a week since we've spoken, so how are you today?
1: I am great. How are you?
0: I am doing never better. This is the show about colored pencil where we discuss anything and everything around this medium that we love so much. So, Lisa, what are we talking about today?
1: We're going to be talking about what are the best colored pencils. And that the may seem very a little ones. weird. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something... We I know, I don't know about you. I am asked all the time. Which one, if I'm only going to get one, which one should I buy? What's the best?
0: I, I get this weekly uh, emails <laughs> just asking, asking that and paper. What's the best? Colored pencils and the best paper. So we're going to finally tackle this age-old question, What is the primo a primo? What is the best colored pencil to buy today?
1: Just kidding. Here's the thing.
0: (laughs) We kind of are and we kind of aren't.
1: It's so subjective. It is. So there's different reasons that I choose different pencils. So I just kind of want to go over that and and give you an idea of, let's say I was talking to a student. What pencil would I have them buy? What do I think is the best way to go? So one of my first loves of colored pencil is another thing I want to throw out if you have a favorite that's not the same as ours don't feel like I'm saying that yours is a bad choice it may be the perfect pencil for you and that's kind of the point of this is it depends on what your needs are so to start with for me I started back in the 90s and I was using the or one of the original versions that I think barrel of prismacolor premier and I, I was happy with them. I mean, we were told here in the U.S. this is the best pencil, and really it was the best you could get because you couldn't really order anything online at the time. So what was in the art, as far as what was in the art store, Prisma was as good as you were going to get. Over the years, we know that they've had some problems with um, quality control issues, and I got frustrated. They they didn't really do what I wanted them to do. They didn't work for my techniques. Now again, I've seen amazing amazing work with Prismacolor, so I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying for me they weren't the right choice, and so I went looking for all alternatives.
0: alternatives. That's a good point, Lisa. I come from the same type of of background, I guess, with using Prismacolor Premier as my first colored pencil as well. I don't know why, though. I think that I just saw that that was a pencil that people would refer to um, as their favorite colored pencil online and that kind of thing. And when I went into the art stores back when I started doing this and when I started Let's see here. It was in the I don't remember. It was around ten years ago or so, um, and I I started thinking you know I I want to get the best one, and I went in the art stores, and that's about all that I saw. That was the biggest amount of pencils I could get, you know. So I started using those, and I kind of thought, oh, that must be the only thing to use. Of course, you know, I learned a lot different uh, pretty quickly, but. It you know and and let me say this as well a little disclaimer here I like Prismacolor Premier for a lot of reasons there's a lot of good things about that pencil but there's a lot of downside uh, to using that particular pencil range that set as well. Um, not the least of which is the construction quality, but the light fast issues are a big deal to me as well. We'll talk about that and we'll move on from, from here. But I think a lot of you listening probably started out like Lisa and I and using color pencils, only using the Prismacolor Premier brand as your first pencil.
1: So for me, the first pencil I tried after that were, were the Polychromos. That's by yeah, Fabric Castell These pencils, there's only, what, two in the set of yeah, 120 that aren't lightfast?
0: Right, right.
1: So the lightfast ratings are amazing. Now, mm-hmm. this pencil, the thing that I liked so much about it for me is when I paint or draw animals, the fur, when I want fine, fine little detail. These pencils sharpen to such a fine point and they don't break easily. I mean, in the years I've been using them, I had a, a polychromos break maybe twice and it was because of the pencil sharpener was warping it, warping the way that it was sharpening it. But they they really, you can get such a fine point. So if you're somebody who likes teeny, teeny, tiny detail, these are my favorites. They are so great for that. Now they are an oil-based and... I feel like we have to put a disclaimer because there's a thing going on where people will contact Baber Castell or or Karen Dosh asking, "Well, is it wax or oil based?" Oh, and yeah. one person will get one answer from the company. Another person will get another answer for the company. What I'm using by the term, all of them have a, co- a combination of wax and oil and clay, or you know, different things in them. Yes, yes. What I'm referring to is how much wax, how much oil. Traditionally, you know, the way that we look at that, the way that they perform, the oil based are going to be a little bit more translucent. They're not quite as as opaque as the wax base, and that tends to be a harder lead. So before we get letters, people complaining, well, Faber-Castell told me this. Well, their website says says oil, and they perform as what we would consider oil. But
0: yeah, I, I, yeah, just I mean wanna... traditionally, that's the way we've always thought about them was yeah. their, their oil base because be of the... the marketing that they have put out themselves. Yep.
1: They're the ones who told us that originally. Yeah, they
0: were. And yet, then they are different. I mean, in construction, they're uh, quite different. And they have, for me, they've always had like this, a little bit of dust with them. And I I can't explain it any better than that. There's just this residue that you'll get with those as opposed to any wax-based type of pencil.
1: Now, and one of the things that I like so much about using the oil-based pencils or using the polychromos is you do not get wax buildup. So that was a problem that I was having with the way that I work with, um, my Prisman colors. Yeah. I wonder how many times in this podcast I'm going to use the wrong pencil brand. I oh, do that I all know. the time I... when I'm recording videos. But they, those ones, just for the fine, fine detail, the layering, I was able to get so many layers. Now, th- to be fair, too, the type of paper you're using is going to make a very big difference. If you're using, like, a vellum, something that's super, super smooth, you're not going to get as many layers, and that may affect which pencil you like, depending on which paper you use. But for mm-hmm. me, um, tr- I had always used – well, not always, but once I started with the Faber-Castell, I really leaned towards the – the Fabriano Artistico Extra White Hot Press, 140-pound watercolor paper. This was the old batch. The new batch, I'm, I'm iffy on. But anyway, that's what I was using just to give you kind of a baseline of what I'm comparing most of these pencils on. I've also used Stonehenge. But I really like them for fine, fine detail. The thing that I don't love them for are for portraits. Not that it can't be done 100% for with Polychromos, but I like my wax-based pencils. I'll switch to a different brand so that I can use the wax-based to get that more opaque look when I'm working on portraits. Just for the way that I work, that's a better fit. So that question of which pencils should I use, I think it depends on what you're doing and what techniques you're using. For me, I like my oil base. They're they're usually the ones that I grab for when I want fine detail. But when I want to get something that's more opaque, I'm going to switch over to another brand.
0: Yeah, the other thing about it is if you're new to colored pencil, if you've not experimented a whole lot with colored pencil, you can use both wax and oil base in the same project, and they work and they blend together just fine. They do really well together, so that's a nice bonus. You've immediately increased the set of value ranges in your color, in your hues that you have available to you when you combine all of these pencils together because they all play nicely together. And that's a nice feature.
1: It it really is. Now, the other thing I want to point out that I don't love with the Polychromos, the white, the cream color, those are super translucent. They don't, you can't layer and really have a light color show up super well on top of dark areas like you can with your wax-based pencils. So that can be a negative and I say it's a negative but it's not that big of a deal because then I just switch to my wax base. That's when I switch which pencil that yeah. I'm using. I think it's important for me to have both wax and oil. I wouldn't be happy using just one or the other in most cases. It's not that it can't be done. If you watch any of my older videos where I compare just one pencil at a time, I do have many doing that. And you can see that it can be done. But if I'm given the choice, I like them combined way better than just one or just the other. Yeah.
0: And I I do as well. There are a lot of artists, though, that are exclusive to one uh, type of brand of pencil. And so, yeah, it does work really well either way. But yeah, you can, you can do, you know, you modify your technique. You do whatever is needed uh, to make it work. So that's what artists do. They troubleshoot and figure it out. But, yeah, it's just so fun that there are so many different options available to us. And so I I always I think it's just a bad I, – I just don't like the premise of the question at all. What is the best colored pencil? And I'll tell you why. Because it limits you. It puts you in a box, and it makes you very narrow in your thinking about what a colored pencil is. It also makes you very – limited in your options and what's available to you. I I like to have it wide open where I can use whatever I want to use. I can, you know, call it what I want to call it, but I'm going to use a pencil if I'm doing a colored pencil piece and I have a lot of options available to me. Then I can evaluate and figure out, okay, on what support I'm going to use this pencil. Will this work well on this particular support or will a different pencil work better than this, this one that I chose right here? Uh, I don't know. Let me get a test paper over here. The same type of test paper that I'm using on my project. I'm going to use that pencil and evaluate it. See how it How it performs, and if it performs well, I'm going to use it. If it doesn't, you know, I'm going to test some more. I'm going to test a different pencil. That you know, that's the kind of thing we should be looking for, and not trying to figure out, you know, what is the end all be all pencil, and then go with that because there is no such thing. So, Lisa, you switched over to Polychromos, um, and that was the second pencil that I went to as well. And then I learned about Luminance by Karen Dosh. I got to tell you, I. I kind of I kind of feel bad. I was like dating Polychromos' sisters, is what I felt like. Because I, I left her alone for so long. I mean she went to the drawer and I didn't I didn't even pick her up for a while. Because I love those Karen Dosh pencils. I loved Just the, I don't know what it was. Again, with the uh, particular construction of that pencil, it was made really well and it didn't break at all either. You know, I've had those break occasionally, just like I have with polychromos, but seldom do they break in comparison to the Prismacolor Premier. Now, i got to say that I've always loved the Prismacolor Verithin pencils. I, I do like those pencils a lot. Oh, I'm the opposite um,
1: of you on that. I hate yeah, those. I, I never – even when and, I was a big Prismacolor yeah. fan, I, they do not work <laughs> and with the reason, techniques.
0: Yeah, the reason why I like those and the only time that I really use them is when I'm wanting something real crisp and sharp. And I don't even care a whole lot about the particular hue of that pencil. I don't care what the color is as much as I care that I can get that Sharp point. It's almost like using a Zacto knife on your piece. <laughs> Especially if you're using Stonehenge because it's so sharp and those the lead on those pencils are so hard that you're not, you know, you're just kind of moving the pigment around that you already have on your project. If you can use them that way.
1: It's so uh, really funny. Well. I never found that with those. I find that oh. I get a sharper line with my polychromos, like hands down, not even comparable. Yeah. The uh, the very because, things for me felt yeah. too waxy. It was like not uh-huh. enough pigment. Was coming off, or what I wanted Uh, them to do. They just, and again, this comes back to technique. It it just goes to show you, John and I, neither one of us is right or wrong. It's a difference of technique and which pencil is going to work for you.
0: Yeah. So that's, you know, that's our encouragement to you is to find the pencil that works best with how you're creating art and don't get stuck or hung up on this idea of, oh, there's a best one out there. For instance, You know, And maybe we'll talk about this in a future podcast, but there was a time I know that Lisa and I both did not use sanded paper, and we had some preconceived notions about sanded paper. I use it all the time now. I love sanded paper. I use it a lot. And it's not to say that I don't like Stonehenge. I do still like Stonehenge, and I like some other papers as well but there are differences in what you'll want to create on these different surfaces. And so it just gives you more options and it doesn't limit you as much as it could otherwise.
1: So Luminance for me, that is my go-to pencil. If I am working on portraits, that I think is the best pencil. So again, it just depends on what you're doing as to what's Mm -hmm. the best. If I'm working on portraits or if I need a more opaque pencil, I would consider Luminance to be my favorite. Now, the next brand that I am in love with Mostly, like 50% in love with the Derwent Pro Color. I absolutely adore those pencils. The performance is probably my favorite. If they were all light fast, it would be the only pencil, like the yeah. main pencil I would use. The performance is that good. So if you don't worry about light fast, if you're not selling your work, seriously, these are wonderful to work with. The problem is, like half of them, oh, it's a little less than half, but I mean a lot of these pencils are not light fast. That's kind of an issue. So for me I had to separate the light fast from the non-light fast and I use them in combination with my other pencils, but they're not a I'm only going to use these because I do sell my work. That does matter. Um, it's not something that that is worth it. But the performance-wise, they work really... I feel like it was the best of both worlds between the oil base and the wax base, because they're supposed to be somewhere in the middle, and they really are. You've got the opacity, but they still sharpen to a fine point and gave me fine detail. So that was like... I, I love, love the performance of those. But again, ha- almost half of them aren't fast, and that's a pretty big... Big issue. But if I had a student who was learning colored pencils and they weren't really worried about the light fast issues just yet, that may be a good one to start with, too. And the price is decent compared to some of the other pencils. Um, They're not... I I actually forget what they are. I think they're a little bit less than Polychromos. The next on my must-have list for me... And see, I almost call it more of a must-have list than what the best pencil is. But the Derwent Drawing. Oh, my gosh. If you do not have these pick them up. There's only they only come in a set of 24. That's the they're not that many colors, but they but are they're all light fast. light
0: fast. That's the super
1: nice. opaque. They're thick. The lead is very, yeah. very thick. You're not going to get a lot of fine, fine detail with these, but the, when you're getting a bigger background, something that you really want to blur, blend well, they're so waxy. They're waxier and softer, I would say, than Prismacolor but which is something that I know a lot of people like Prismacolor for because they like the waxy feel of it. Yeah, that, these that, that's are really deep. nice. I wish they had more colors available, but they are on my absolute must have list, but it, they wouldn't be the only pencil I would use. I would not use them alone. They would always be used in combination with my other pencils. So let's say you went and got your your, polychromos. If a student was like, well, what do I get? What do I start with then? I don't know which pencils to buy. Polychromos are definitely my must-haves. With a handful of luminance, I feel like I could do just about anything I need. And with the luminance, that handful is going to be the browns, the tans, the grays, those colors, and violet gray. Gray Violet? I forget which one it yeah. is. But that's those are the colors that I have to have to have with Luminance. I would also say the Derwent Drawing set. Because, again, it's only a set of 24. It's not terribly expensive. But in combination with the Polychromos, it is such a good combination. Yeah,
0: and they're all muted type of colors as well in the Derwent yeah. Drawings um, pencil range.
1: Yeah. Now, one brand... That comes up a lot. That I'm asked about a lot because there are, I guess, there's videos out there or articles saying that Holbein colored pencils they're the best. They're hands down the best pencils. And I, I suspect that artists are are mixing up the best with the most expensive and assuming that those two things mean that that's the best. What they they're they're about what a polychromos is. The the oil base performance wise is very similar. The thing with Holbein and why I don't consider them one of the best. Well, first off, I'm not paying. $300 on a pencil that I cannot get open stock. Right. That, the the sets of them, if you want to get the full set, they run about $300. I've seen them range anywhere from $275 to $350. The, the price fluctuates on Amazon. But the thing is, that company did not do get the, the reports on the toxicity of these done. So they're not actually supposed to be sold in the U.S., which means they can't be sold indivi- – you can't get individual or open stock pencils. That's a big issue for me. And I'm okay if there some of the pencils were toxic. I'm okay with that. I want to know. I think it's important to be aware of that. But – so that I can take precautions if needed, you know, not put the pencils in my mouth if that's a thing. But – The problem is if I can't get it open stock, so let's say I absolutely adore one of those colors. If I can't replace that one color without having to buy the whole $300 set again, what's the point? I I don't... I see no... Reason for me living here in the US to use those. Um, they're no, from the people who I do know and I trust their advice very, very much, they're not really much different than polychromos. Well, polychromos, I can get open stock. So I don't see the point. The other thing with the colors on those, they're very, a lot of pastels, a lot of pastels. They're not, um, necessarily colors that I would be over the top. Like I have to have that color. I mix that with what I have already. So it wasn't something that I felt I really, really needed. Now, if they ever got those to where they were being sold in the US, I could get them open stock. I would definitely try them out. But right now it doesn't make much sense to me. I think that they're overpriced for what you're actually getting. Here's the other thing. And the, like know. 50% of the aren't lightfast. From yeah. the ratings that I've said, but they, see now this is kind of hard though. I sh- I do want to be fair. They rank theirs one, two, and three star, which a lot of, you know Polychromos does too. But Polychromos is very clear. A, a one star is a between a this and this. A two star is this and this on a blue wool scale. It's very clear what that. Yeah, they give you the crosswalk
0: with. between yeah. their rating systems.
1: This yeah. does not, in part of it, it's in Japanese, so I don't read that. So it is possible that they're giving that information, and no, others who don't read it just don't know. I I don't know. I can't get enough information to even fathom spending $300 on these. But from what we can tell, if the two and the one star are not super light fast, or maybe it's the three and the two. I'm mixing up which one's their they're better one. From what I'm seeing from blogs and such that have, have tried to research it and run in, ran into the same problem I have is I can't get full answers. But it looks like about half of them are not light fast. And as a professional, so now they're overpriced. The light fast ratings are questionable and I could be wrong on that because maybe the two star is considered light fast. I don't know because we can't get yeah. that information. The other um,
0: thing is I don't need a hundred and fifty uh, set of pencils to create great art. And I don't need three yellows and three oranges that all look basically the same. I don't need three blues that are basically the same. I don't need three greens. I mean, and that's what they've done in that set.
1: And I feel like you have to, when you're you're looking at what is the best pencil, you need to factor in what is the price because that matters. Is it light fast? That needs yeah. to matter. Performance alone does not make it the best for me. I mean, we can talk about the Pro Killer, same thing. Performance is amazing. But I'm still not going to use half those pencils because they're not light fast. And I, so,
0: yeah, I mean, when if, you, if you're selling your work, if that's something important to you, yeah. you know, if it's a hobby, then yeah, just go with whatever feels good and whatever uh, is constructed well.
1: Yeah, but the reason I wanted to bring up the Holbein is it's something that I'm asked about every time I talk about my favorite pencils. People are like, well, I heard these are the best. You know, like everything else, it's subjective. And for me, for the way that I work, For, you know, the fact that I want to be able to buy things open stock, I need to know light, fast ratings better than what I'm able to find with them besides the star rating. I have no idea how that lines up on Blue Wool or ASTM those really knock that pencil down to where they don't even come close to comparing being what I would consider the best. It wouldn't matter to me how well they perform given those negatives that they're not sold in the US. Well, not legally sold through art supply stores, that you can't get them open stock, that I'm not sure what what those light fast ratings mean. To me, that knocks it down too far that I wouldn't even consider it on a possibility of the best pencil list. If that ever changes, I'll let you guys know if I change my mind on that, if if they end up being available in the U.S. And if that were the case, the price would probably come down quite a bit. One of the reasons that they're so expensive is probably that they're not being sold here through art supply stores legally. So competition-wise, just the way that marketing works and, and sales, that's going to drive the price up on what we're paying here for them. So I hope that that changes eventually because I would like to try them out. But the From what I can tell on the Lightfast ratings alone, that's not super encouraging anyway.
0: Yeah, another couple of pencils that I really like a lot are the Lyra Rembrandt Polycolor Pencil and the Pablo by Karen Dosh. Uh, That's another very good pencil. Both of those are... They're a slightly smaller pencil than uh, barrel-wise. You know, they're not the... The uh, 3.8 millimeter, like you're getting with the Derwent drawing pencil, or the Pro Color, or Luminance, or even the Polychromos, or even a thicker pencil. And the Pablo's are hexagonal in their shape, and then the poly- the Lyra are um, they're just rounded. Uh, they're very good pencils, though. Both of these pencils are constructed really well, and I use them quite a bit. The problem with some of the Pablos, though, and if you if you use these pencils, you know what I'm talking about. Some of them are uh, very – the lead is very hard, and then some of them the lead is uh, actually quite soft. And I'm not sure why, why that is, and you'll notice that from time to time on certain pencil lines that that happens. So – that's something uh just a peculiarity of that Pablo pencil. But yeah, I, I think you're picking up on a theme if you're listening to us today that there's there's no one pencil that is the end all be all. It it depends on so many factors. But I need all of these I need all (laughs) (laughs) 1,000 of these (laughs) pencils. Every pencil line that there is, I need it. And I'm going to use it for certain things. And it depends on, quite frankly, sometimes it just depends on my mood, what I'm going to pick up and what I'm going to test and decide to use. And then other times I'm going to stick with the way that my technique works. And I'm not going to vary my technique. And I'm going to stick with that. Uh, So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, Really, that's yeah, really Yeah, I know. The I wouldn't
1: want to choose just one. No, I I love either. the combination. And my perfect balance, for the most part, is going to be my polychromos and luminance. Me too. Together. The, and then those two. my Derwent Drawing for a few yeah. things especially when drawing Chinese white yeah, like I, I, a month I,
0: just, I just like the fact that I've got all these other ones in my back pocket if I need them and, yeah. and for me a lot of times it's color it comes down to color yeah. if I, I'm thinking okay I've gotta find this other color though even though color I know uh, it, it's subjective it, does, it doesn't matter all that much sometimes it's just something inside me it's just like no I gotta have that color you know, that kind of thing. So uh-huh. maybe you have a colored pencil that you think is the end all be all. And we would love to hear that opinion. If you want to comment, comment in the show notes over at sharpenedartist.com slash podcast, or you can reach out to us, Twitter or any so- social media site. I'm at sharpened Artist. Lisa is at Lockery. La <laughs> I'm laughing at myself as I can't talk. Um, <laughs> So this is a weekly show, folks, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenartist.com.